0: meridian fm i'm joined now by susie miller hello susie good morning Samantha. it's nice you to come in to see me this morning it is family mediation week this week
1: that's right so a whole week where family mediators all over the country um are promoting and educating the UK about the benefits of mediation because sometimes a lot of people don't realise uh, that it's available, how broad, uh, situ- the broad situations that you can use it for and particularly with divorce, they there's this sort of belief sometimes that maybe it's a bit fluffy and of course that's just absolutely not true. So we want to dispel a few myths this week. Okay.
0: Now we're going to uh, be talking about uh, mediation regarding Divorce today, aren't we? Because you are a divorce strategist now. What does that
1: mean? Well, if, if as a divorce strategist it's a bit like I take people up in a balloon not literally obviously but metaphorically and I Take them over the landscape of their divorce so they can look down and see it in a very different way So I'm able to give them a different perspective and therefore help them to change gets out of some of that anger and fear state that people get into because if you know if you're in a lot of anger and fear it's very difficult to sit down and be amicable and reasonable with your um, other half and try mm-hmm. to sort things out for yourselves and the children.
0: And obviously it can all just get out of hand can't it when you're going through these proceedings because it's a very emotional time and and that brings out sometimes the worst in us.
1: It does I mean it for many people it's incredibly traumatic and because we're English we often don't really express to our friends and family just how painful the experience can be. Um, and just as an example the After divorce, the rate for suicide for men more than doubles. Is it really? Oh, yeah. And children, a lot of children self-harm. There's some very serious consequences that people are just completely unaware of. And, of course, if you're in the middle of it yourself, you definitely don't want to acknowledge that your children are, are suffering. So it's, it's up to us as a whole society, I believe, very passionately, that we shouldn't judge people going through divorce and think, well, they should just you know, get on with it and have a stiff upper lip. We should say, look, you know, why go to court, battle it out, spend thirty thousands and thousands of pounds you know there goes the university fees for your kids when in fact there are, um, there are dispute resolution models mediation being one of the key ones where you can get help to make really good decisions that will benefit your family as a whole I'm a great believer that there's, when I do strategy sessions with people I say look you're not a broken family you're evolving into an extended family mm-hmm. so it's a very different way of looking at it and mediation is a fantastic way to facilitate that
0: do you find that a lot of people want to take mediation on board, or they think they don't want to be in a room with somebody they don't know and bring out all their personal uh,
1: things that have gone on in their life in their relationship? It, I think it certainly seems easier just to hand over all the power to a lawyer and go to judge to, to go to see a judge at a court. Um, a lot of people think that they're their point of view will be heard in court and, that, and their voice will be heard, but of course it's quite the opposite. Uh, a judge is very busy, they, may not, uh, they don't have really time to worry about the details of your case, they just want you in and out as quickly as possible. And also, more importantly, would you really want to hand over the future of your family, especially the financial decisions, to someone you've never met, mm. when together, with the help of a very skilled mediator, You're able to make those decisions yourself, but it is very understandable that fear of sitting in a room with someone that you you, It can be quite traumatic the thought of it But there are ways around that so although that's the ideal If you really can't face it you can do something called shuttle mediation Where you're in a different room and literally the mediator will move backwards and forwards Usually that doesn't last long because people go, oh come, we can just get in the same room. They get over it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, it, but, it, it, but actually that it possibility is there. Normally with the domestic abuse situation you would immediately say oh, we well, can't use mediation But I don't think you should write something off. That's so useful that quickly there are mediators now trained to use um, Online means so you could be sitting in a room with a cup of tea and your um, your friend or your coach with you Or a counselor and still be going through the mediation sessions. so my belief is that you should explore all possibilities um, the main reason for that—it's not just about a divorce. If you've got children, is it's a bit like having a baby. That's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, and this is what's been uh, really important about what Kafka's have, have um, said is that thirty percent of the forty thousand five hundred ninety-nine people. Um, uh, of who go to court for a divorce with children matters with using Kafka's go back to court many have been back twice sometimes three times so court actually doesn't work because if you did you'd go you'd sort it all out and that would be it mm. but that's not at it at all what it often does is feed the anger and the resentment and people use it as a way to continue uh, beating each other up which is just not uh, not a good use of, of uh, state resources Incredibly damaging for the couple and horrible for the children because often they get dragged into these uh, cases mm-hmm. and become the weapons of the divorce. What is Kafkas? CAFCAS is the organization that gets involved when you have ch- with the children with the children so they will make uh, all kinds of decisions and so there's two areas that people go to war with uh, in, in a divorce uh, one is money and the other is the children and often it can be as simple as a power struggle um, and that again is why I think it's it, the court system is not designed to make that a more difficult for someone so if you really want to go for someone destroy their life and yours and your children you can use the court system quite effectively it's almost like I say it's like a playground for people who just have completely lost it and really want to make life hard and that's not it's very difficult for the court system to um, it's it's an administrative system really it's not designed to deal with human emotions. Whereas with a skilled mediator, you've got someone who's who's learned how to hold the space, a safe space for two people who otherwise would not be able to sit in the same room and have that mm-hmm. discussion. So that's another of the myths is that people think we already have to be friends uh, to do mediation. And that's not, not true at all. It's um, you can, A good mediator can deal with very difficult situations. And you can even have dual mediation where you may have a male and a female mediator. One may have a... A legal background and the other might have a. Um um, also therapeutic psychotherapy background so you can pick and choose who the right mediators and what form to use them in that's best for you and your family mm.
0: and you mentioned sometimes there's a power struggle and sometimes that can be like with the children in the middle of it it's it's not that you're being a uh, reasonable saying you want the children so much or whatever it's
1: just to stop the other person there's a lot of uh, fear and paranoia I and mean, i've i've been through family breakup myself it's very easy to get yourself in a state where you just start to think the worst of your other half and you believe that the, the children might be not being looked after properly. You can get incredibly upset because the bedtimes are done at a different time to you or they're eating terrible food and watching inappropriate television. And these are th- important issues, but you're not going to deal with them with sending nasty emails or using it to fuel um, an angry court battle. Far better to use mediation to, to Express why these things are important to you and for help the mediator to help you come to some rules it, It's tricky for parents because they do have to understand that once you split you can't tell the other person anymore mm-hmm. How to parent and that's very hard that's a difficult transition But at the same time you still need to know that your children are safe and their well-being is at the forefront of the mind of the other parent and sometimes that other parent just might need a bit more guidance and a bit more support, not bullying. Um, and again, through mediation, these things can be resolved. And there's some wonderful tools. Um, Ashley Palmer is a mediator. and She's created recently something called the handover book. It's a physical book that the child has... With this. It really belongs to the child, and they take it and give it to each parent, at each handover, and in the book it says all the things about bedtime and food and what holidays and pictures of holidays. And because it's shared, the parents are much more careful what they write in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, really difficult when children are involved. But I guess when perhaps children aren't involved, perhaps they're grown-up children, and a couple can't communicate together, by having a mediator there... Uh, they can actually say things that they wouldn't dare to say to the other person on their own.
1: It's one of the key jobs of a mediators, as they uh, have explained to me, is that they is about creating the balance of power. There's always a, a balance of power in any relationship where one person perhaps feels more confident to express things and the other might keep silent and a good mediator will always make sure that that's much more evened out, and they will provide a safe space where the person who doesn't get their feelings heard, um, that they feel that they can say that, and the the skill they have then is to allow the other person not to, to feel that they're being bullied. Um, because actually we do need to learn to communicate and listen to each other, and we don't learn these things at school. Yeah, it's It's, for me, when I... Uh, my experience of family separations, when I began to learn how to have a relationship, <laughs> because uh, relationships are about communication. I learned a huge amount, painfully, from that experience but, uh, but it's allowed me to have a very, uh, for me anyway, I believe, a successful co-parenting relationship and I wish we had these skills earlier on. I, I wish more people would use mediators early on in their relationships, just with their family dynamics, and perhaps less of them would uh, end up getting divorced, funnily enough. Mm.
0: Mm. I mean, it is a a complete
1: trauma, life-changing it can be. Some people get over it, some people don't really get over it. Uh, A lot of people will carry the bitterness and anger and sometimes shame. There's still a lot of stigma over divorce. I think a lot of men see it as some kind of a failure, they say, oh, I'm a divorcee. Or if you say to women at parties, you know, what do you do? Oh, I'm a single mum. Like, it's defining them. And mm-hmm. I, I am, was guilty of that myself, so I completely recognise that. But that's not who you are. That's a, a particular transition in your life of where you are with relationship. But, you know, we don't have broken families. We have extended families, and it's very important to, Stay, we stay a family forever. It doesn't end just because you get divorced. Uh, but hard work often begins at that point, And you need all the help you can get. Mm. So often with mediation, if you're struggling to have mediation, one of the things I do as a divorce strategist is say, okay, work on yourself first. You need to get yourself where you're feeling more confident, and more secure. That might be through counselling, that might be through coaching. So that you can sort of boot camp yourself and you can get yourself into a state where well, you can get the best out of mediation.
0: I'm here with Susie Miller,
1: who is a divorce strategist. How long have you been doing that, Susie? I've been doing it for a few years. It's kind of evolved um, because I find myself because I understand what all the different parties do the different, uh, it's financial, well-being, legal, um, and dispute resolution that I wanted to be able to get to people before they start making really bad decisions. So I kind of, it's not perhaps the best way to describe it. I sort of boot cab people for mediation in a way. I help them get into a place where they are empowered enough and have all the resources they need to get the best out of dispute resolution. Because I, I, I put on the first ever UK divorce fairs um, about, from about 2010 and I realised that that the mediation dispute resolution is an amazing thing but you need to get ready for it, you need to get to be um, able to benefit from it fully it's not something you just get up in the morning and off you go so I I provide people with the information inspiration they need and how to do that it's not difficult you just need sometimes a bit of a guide
0: Is it a a law that people have to do mediation before they can go forward with divorce?
1: So I I collaborated with the Ministry of Justice uh, a few years back when they were pushing mediation but they were doing it for a very good reason, it's that what they've changed it to is that you can't just go well, I'm angry. Let's go to court. You, you need to, at the very least, attend something called a miami's mediation information assessment meeting. And what that is is your opportunity to be able to understand what mediation is and how it works. Uh, it's not a very high cost. If you're on a low income, you can get um, you can still get legal aid for mediation. A lot of people don't realise that, so they'll go to a solicitor because they think that's the first place they should go, and they will be told, "Oh, sorry, you know, we don't, we can't." Uh, help you with legal aid and but they don't always hear the part, or maybe not always get told that actually you can get this for mediation. So that they've t- the government have taken away the barriers to mediation, to at least finding it out. However, if it doesn't, looks like it's just not, it's not going to work because one of you is just going to be really, really difficult to be blunt and not going to allow this to happen. Then, um, or if there's very serious domestic abuse or other situations that make it um, completely impossible then they, you, they will kind of tick box it and say, actually, then in this case, you can go to court, which doesn't mean you have to go to court. You can work with solicitors, do roundtable discussions. Physically, what you want to avoid is you having to go to court at to all, and that is quite possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Tell me, if you're in this situation, you both need to agree on a mediator, and how do you find out uh, where to get a good mediator.
1: Well that can seem quite confusing. There's lots of different uh, mediat- mediators out there. I mean one one of the easiest ways is to go onto the Family Mediators, uh, FMA it's called Family Mediators Association website and they've got uh, mediators there. You don't have to use an accredited mediator um, but if someone's accredited it just means that they do have the right to then say actually this. they can put on, give you a myAMS and they can say This isn't working. You need to go to court. But uh, so, but it doesn't. If you're confident that you can use mediation, you don't have to be restricted to only using accredited mediators. But I would really encourage people to shop around. And too often, people will just go um, to the first person they found on Google, and then find that, that you know, the, it's not working mm. for them because you've got different personalities some mediators might be better with financial situations others might not do finance at all and they'll only do the children situations so I always recommend people talk to at least two if not three and out of that normally the couple will find um, uh, one one that they will be happy to work mm. with. Yeah, um, with other places you can look on are um, the uh, You can contact me on through the alternative divorce directory or direct, and I will help you source a mediator in your area. Um, But the key thing is to interview them. Uh, take responsibility for this process. It's so important what they're going to help you with. It's going to be life-changing for you. Don't just grab someone off Google that you've never heard of and then complain if it doesn't work out for you. And blame mediation, because some mm. people do that, actually it's not you just didn't get the right mediator for you. For you.
0: Mm. No, I can quite understand that. And do you think men are more likely to be saying that than women?
1: Um, interestingly, I don't, uh, in my strategy sessions, I do often advise the, the women, because women are often very proactive. When they see there's a solution, they just go for it. Whereas the men do tend to have, um, they're often more likely to stick their head in the sand and, um, and actually suffer greatly and don't, and don't really get as, as much support as they should. So what I often suggest to the, um, if it's, it's usually the wife, interview with mediators with its financial planners whoever it is that they're getting to help them sort out how they're going to go forward so i suggest talk to two or three find ones that you like and then say to your husband look there's a few here why don't you choose and just bring him in don't just go hey I found someone let's go and talk to them because mm. it's very easy and I've certainly been guilty of this many times you think well I've, I've got this now I'm, I'm, I'm going to lead it forward well yes but good leading is where you the other person feels they're actually making decisions so even before you get to the mediator you want to start changing your mindset and working uh, much more collaboratively with that person which is tough because you might not have a huge amount of trust or respect for them at that time Oh, difficult times anyway family mediation week where can we find out more about that the best place to go for that is uh, Um, www.familymediationweek.org.uk and
0: that's this week
1: isn't it yes it's running from
0: the 22nd to the 26th
1: and we've got a, a great facebook page up just put in family mediation week you'll find it easily and there's lots and lots of fantastic articles Videos, uh, podcasts, all week, so l- loads and loads of content. In fact, I had someone Facebook me the other day saying, "Oh, d- yeah," she said, "I wish my my um, my ex could see these articles." Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, he's not on social media very very much. Yeah, how do I get them to him? Because it, it's very powerful content, and uh, a lot of it's from about children from the children's perspective. In our culture, we really do not pay them enough attention to what happens not just what happens to the children but what do they fear what do they think so when you look at some of their accounts of uh Of how they've experienced divorce it can be quite powerful I know there's an amazing person who's helping with the social media campaign she's not getting divorced but she's been reading obviously some of the content she says so so powerful so emotional so now it's it's, uh, definitely would recommend you uh, go and have a look at the Facebook page and the website
0: so if it all works well with mediation the chances are you won't even have to go to
1: court at all you can sort it
0: out put that forward to the court and they literally
1: what you're often doing is you're mediating usually two key areas uh, one is finance which is the one which can get a bit heated and uh, if you if you go to court you are talking usually between twenty five this is coming from lawyers not me. twenty five to thirty thousand pounds starters you 're talking big costs once once you it 's not just the court fees so if you 're using mediation you 're only paying the court fees which I think with the financial agreement's about five hundred and fifty pounds now so it's, and if you split that it 's not it 's great but it 's a lot less than you spent on your wedding and uh, so when you do your mediation you, you cut a deal really with the financial side you make an agreement of how how you 're going to split everything and then you turn that into the mediator turns that into an agreement for you, but that in itself is not legally binding. Uh, what I believe is really important is to make that legally binding, because it solves an awful lot of pre- problem later on, because sometimes mm. people do, do forget or change their minds, so you want it to be legally binding. All you need to do, and this is where a solicitor becomes very useful, is you get them to turn a solicitor to turn that into a legal document, and the court goes to the court, you don't have to go to court, and it, after you've had your decree Um, nice eye before you're fully divorced but you've got to that stage a judge could make that in um, stick basically Mm. I like to say rubber stamp it so that's definitely something worth doing but you physically don't have to give up time of work go to court find its counsel I mean the the chaos to people's lives uh, the inconvenience of court alone makes it something you want to absolutely avoid
0: and when you're heading into a divorce especially if it's a, a particularly nasty one uh, you don't realize the ongoing effects which can cause mental problems in later life you can actually have physical problems and people don't really understand this do they the stress of it all
1: um, yeah absolutely I think that's one of the that one of the key bits of, of guidance I give to people is like how are you once we've talked about the mechanics is how are you how are you coping and they might say well they start to realize they think they're fine and then you realize you suddenly explode with 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 your your spouse over something and there's so much anger there's so much emotional pain if you hold that in your body and you don't do anything with it it can act, you can become ill it's no coincidence that people who have a traumatic divorce can develop things like ME and I'm not Scare scare things, but I'm just saying it can be very serious physical health conditions because it's a traumatic experience, and for some people, actually, um, is it post-traumatic stress disorder if it's particularly if there's been abuse involved? So it is absolutely essential to look after yourself, Mm. um, and that not that's not just going down the gym and having a a, a spa day, but emotionally, psychologically, sometimes people find getting some counselling for a while just because with a counsellor you can just say anything you can be completely Mm. honest and that's quite a good thing to be able to do you don't want to be doing that forever you're not a victim you're somebody who's empowered and you're going to go forward with life um, and make a fantastic family that's going to be just as amazing as the one you Mm. thought you were going to create but you sometimes coaching, so a lot of people may never have used a, a life coach before, but that could be a very good time to get someone who's saying, well, what do you want to create? Where do you want to be in your life? And if you imagine going into a mediation session and you're looking forwards uh, to the to life you're going to create rather than being afraid of what you're losing, completely changes that experience and that alone can help you have a much more balanced and healthy uh, mediation session and make much better decisions about what kind of financial split you're going to have and what decisions you're going to make for the benefit of the children Mm. one classic one is mums who go well they're so desperate to have a place to feel secure financially, understandably, but then they, they don't realise that if Dad's living in a little flat somewhere, he can't have the kids overnight, and that becomes quite inconvenient because things change so fast in these relationships. You think you'll never, ever trust them or love them again, and the next thing you know, you're handing over the kids and everything's hunky-dory. But it's very it's, it's important to allow both parents the opportunity to have as much access to the children as possible. Mm -hmm. Not fight over who's getting 50-50 as if it's some kind of a power game, which does happen. It's always, always put the kids first. But one year to the next year, that will change, which is why if you can avoid having a court tell you, what times you spend with your children that's which is very inflexible you much better deciding that yourself and the brilliant thing about mediation is that if you still find it really difficult to communicate to communicate you can always go back again later and go right the kids are older they're changing their minds about things let's let's rework how we're gonna do this now who's gonna have them in which holidays you can carry on using mediation as a tool all the way through
0: Mm. Do you know you've given such good advice this morning for anybody out there listening who could be entering into this in the middle of it now? And this could be an answer to help them
1: get through this divorce. Do we know the statistics on divorce now? They say it's about 42% of marriages, but actually, I believe it's a bit less than that because they're including uh, Brits who live abroad. So it's, but what's more worrying actually is the vast number of people who aren't married. And uh, so, don't have. Uh, they some think they have something called a common law marriage rights, which don't exist. They never have, really. It's a myth. So, my answer to that is absolutely use mediation if you haven't, go, if you're not legally married, because you need to to come to an agreement. Because if you start trying to go to court, it's going to cost you a fortune, and you don't have the automatic rights that married people have. Mm. So, um, d- definitely, definitely if you haven't been sensible and created a living together or cohabitation agreement, then, uh, which again, you could use mediation to help you create. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'd love to say that we could all sit down and we love someone, we could have these conversations, but it's very difficult. I think mediation should be something that, you, know, you get mediators in schools, you get mediators for uh, families who are going through bereavement. They, they're, they're an amazing profession, and uh, we need more of them, by the way, so if anyone's considering training, they can talk to the FMA about that because they do a lot of training for mediators.
0: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, uh, Susie, for bringing this all to our attention this morning and giving us um, some options. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming in. Uh, Thank you. Susie Miller, uh, there for you, a divorce strategist, with a lot of interesting information.